Good morning, my friends. How are you doing this morning? Hope you've had a good and relaxing night. How has your week been overall? I hope you have enjoyed the grace and mercy of God all through the week. Thank you for choosing to start your weekend with me on review. Your host and your dear friend is here, Esther. Today, we'll be starting a new topic, which will cover the weekend, today, tomorrow, and then Sunday. Come Monday, which will be the 1st of June, we'll go on to a new series. Please make sure to join me every day in the month of June, because June is loaded, packed full of wonderful topics. Packed full of wonderful topics, you do not want to miss them. All the months of the year are very special to Ross Hall, but June is very, very special to me. And I'll tell you the reason on Monday, the 1st of June, by God's grace. But make sure to join me every morning for review, to listen, and to study together to encourage and strengthen ourselves in the Lord. May God bless you. Once again, thank you so much. Contentment. Contentment. Seeing as we live in a world that promotes dissatisfaction, we are tempted to run after and have more and better things that gives us temporary happiness. Therefore, we'll define contentment as a state of being joyful and at peace even with less. We define contentment once again as a state of being joyful and at peace, even with less. Contentment demonstrates that God's love remains the same in whatever situation we find ourselves and that he has our best interest in mind. Let's look at the life of a man of God who, after his conversion, spent most of his life in one prison after another for the sake of the gospel. Come with me to the book of Philippians, chapter 4. Philippians, chapter 4. We will be reading verse 4, 6, verses 4, 6, 7. Then we go on to 11 and 12. Verses 4, 6, 7. Then we go on to 11 and 12. And verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Verse 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Verse 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Now we go on to 11 and then 12. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Verse 12, I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Amen. 
Please, when you review later, make sure you read from the very beginning. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, make sure you read the whole thing for better understanding. Or you read from 1, maybe all through, to 13. Yeah, that will make more, much more sense. Amen. I wanted us to see verses 4, 6, and 7 because of the next statement I'll be making. You see, everything we just read and much more was written by the Apostle Paul from prison somewhere in Rome. Can you imagine a man in prison writing to the people of God? He was still concerned for the souls of the people of the church that has been saved. And he was telling them to rejoice. Someone bound in chains was telling the people of God, do not sorrow, do not be sad for me. Rejoice, do not be anxious about anything. He was even encouraging them that the peace of God will guard their hearts just like his heart was being guarded by the peace of God in the prison. Oh, I mean, come on. This man deserves more than an applause. You see, God uses life's experiences to produce good fruits in the lives of his children. Or, how do you suppose the apostle learned contentment? Please come back with me to verses 11 and 12. And it says, not that I speak. If you read verse 10, it will make, make much more sense to you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Now 11 and 12. Not that I speak in regard to need. For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I have learned. Take note of that. I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. You see, which means any time Paul was imprisoned and tormented, given little food or none at all, God is still God and he is still faithful to Paul. Also, whenever Paul would come out of prison, and he was able to eat whatever good and delicious meal he wanted. God was still God to Paul and still faithful. Paul knew that contentment lies not in what he had or was able to build up as an apostle, but in whose he is. Paul suffered more than the other apostle. This is what I have learned from the Bible. Paul suffered more than the other apostles before he was finally executed. And you see, never did he look at their lives out of prison to get dissatisfied with ease. For Paul, he had more than enough in Jesus Christ. And that is why he was able to declare boldly in the next verse, which is very popular amongst Christians today. Verse 13. Let's take, take a look at verse 13 to see what it says. It says, I 
can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that look, maybe I sleep in a tent even when I'm out of prison and not a brick house for Paul was a tent maker. Or maybe I don't have a big mansion to lie in at night or any big business that fetches me uh, millions of money. Just give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus and that's enough. Give me Jesus and I'm all right. Do you look at others' lives and become dissatisfied with yours? You don't have to. Trust God. You are where God wants you to be. You are, my friends, you are where God wants you to be. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for today. There is still more to come tomorrow, Saturday. And then as we round up also on Sunday. Thank you once again for joining me. Abba Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all the blessings which, with which we have been blessed. We glorify your name, whether little or very big. We want to thank you because they are from you. The Bible says all good and perfect gift comes from above. And we want to thank you this morning for such gift especially for the gift of life and godliness. Glory be to your holy name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning, my friends. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name.
Nothing in this world will satisfy 